It's your man Pierre, Fifth Quarter Living Podcast. I got my man Quan with me today. I know yo, you. Yo, yo, yo. This ain't time for you, bro. <laughs> <laughs> like yo, my man jumping in early. Like you know, what I'm saying you're supposed to wait for the cue. Yo, like, so I got Quan with me today. You know, usually you see, uh, you hear Shasta on the recordings here. She's not able to be here today. We actually going live. You know, from this point on, we was doing just the audio. That was cool. It was great. But I definitely love to be able to be in studio, have it on video. That way we could do a lot more with it. Right. Yeah. So didn't wait for nothing to be perfect. I said, yo, let's just do the first one. So we did a few of them. Just audio. Now we here in the booth. I got my man Quan with me, man. What's going on with you? Oh, man. Not much. I can't call it. Just a, uh, what they say. They say a squirrel trying to get a nut. I'm just an entrepreneur trying to get a buck. <laughs> I'm trying to get a buck. Yo, I swear to goodness. Are we dropping man. cash apps? Can I, can I drop my cash app? I don't even know my cash app. Yo, hold on, hold so, on. So, so, no, hey, hold Siri, on, open about, cash so app. So you know my man really ain't getting to it, right? He don't send out the I cash. send invoices, bro. Uh, you don't, you don't. Hey, Siri, open <laughs> cash app. Come on, man. We're not talking. All right, so listen. So, I, <laughs> yo, this dude's going to have me tripping all day. But, yo, I, I really wanted to get on here today, man. I, I want to discuss. And we're going to trip out. You know what I'm saying? Again, we're going to trip out. We ain't got no script. We ain't got nothing we're going by. We're going to have a great time. Uh, but we're definitely going to touch on some some real things. And, and one of them is you got people that came into 2020 on fire. Yeah. I'm talking about November. They probably started in like October about what the new year was going to be like. New you know year, new me. New year, new year, new me. They, right. they Somebody went and got the tattoo. The new year, new me, right? Sheesh. 2020, my year. Um, everybody's talking about it. And I'm telling you, uh, you, you look at some people right now and they, they look like, like they're tank on E. You know what I'm saying? Tank on E. You don't see yeah. them. You don't hear from them. People that you did run into, high levels of excitement, excitement gone. Tell me, yep. tell me what your thought, and because and, I know, like you've been in the entrepreneur thing for 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 a quick minute now, mm-hmm. and uh, it, it wasn't nothing where you you didn't wake up in the morning and say, you know what, like yo, today's my day. I'm being entrepreneur. <sighs> I got fired. <laughs> <laughs> like you laughing, but that yo, was it a blessing in disguise? Uh, in retrospect, now looking at it, yeah. At that time, March 29th, 2019. What time it, was it? What, what time of the day was it? Um, well, so I actually got to finish my whole shift. Now, the crazy thing about that is that we already knew. You know what I'm saying? We had 60 days. But my mindset was like, all right, do Because they, they gave us the option to take a service package. So I was like, all right, do I take this little four grand that I was probably going to get? Um, and then try and make something happen and try and find another job or do I find another position? And the crazy thing is, is that I transferred over to another department because I knew the AV, AVP in that department. But then I had a gig come up when I was shooting my, I was sh- going to shoot my first commercial um, in Tucson that the following week and it was $1,200. So in my mind, I'm thinking like, yo, I'm not even going to make $1,200. I'm going to probably make $1,200 after they take my taxes out so let me just go ahead and do this job and i was still going through training at that time so i was like if i miss a couple of days of training it's not really a big deal yep. they didn't like that long story short uh now i work for myself <laughs> <laughs> so 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 again it, it wasn't you didn't wake up and say i'm gonna do it it nah. just happened to to fall in place and then, and then you just ran with it i knew i wanted to do my own thing but the comfortability of having a nine to five check come in 
medical and all that stuff kind of kept me um what what would you say it it, it kept me comfortable you know what it i'm kept saying that safety net you yeah safety net. so i knew I, I was doing i was like being it you know social media like people didn't even know i had a job you know what i'm saying they like bro you selling teas you taking photos like you good but not knowing that for 10 hours i'm in a cubicle you know what i'm saying um so yeah it was it wasn't something that i just jumped up and said i quit my job but it wasn't something that i necessarily necessarily had a hundred percent like plan for like March 29th is gonna be my last day. I'm out of here. It was like March 29th is your last day. Now what you gonna do? <laughs> now what you gonna do? See, hey yo, the, the crazy thing is, man, there's a lot of people, right? Um, when when unless you're faced with that piece that puts you against the wall, like you'll never jump. That, that yo, that's me, safety man. net. You, that you're like, yeah, I go to work just to pay my bills. And next thing you know, you just trap it. And all you do is create a bill on top of a bill on top of a bill. Yep. So it just means you you got to keep going to work and you got to keep going to work in your mind because that's all you know. Yeah. And and I'm, I'm just being transparent because that's what we're going to do here. We're going to be transparent and be open. When, when I made that leap, I was <laughs> sitting at my desk. You know what I'm saying? I'm sitting at the desk and uh, I had a call come in and I took the call. I'm on my cell phone and it was like, yo, we got this spot out here in Denver. You know what I'm saying? You go to Denver, we're going to give you 12, 5, 13 grand a month. Boom, you come in, you do your job. This is what you're going to make. I'm like, yo. I went over to the uh to the to my director and I was like, yo, I'm I'm out. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> and, and and the thing is is I was bread already calling. I was already making bread where I was. Yeah. But the bread I was making, it was all commission, so I'm still doing mm. between 10 and 13 a month. Right, but when they told me that yo, this job's over here, you're gonna get 12, 5, 13 a month. That was guaranteed. Base? Yeah, that was base. That was just Sheesh. guaranteed. So here I am, high school diploma. You know what I mean? A uh, high school dropout with a GED. I'm like, yo, I'm in. Like, like let me get that. Fact. And and you know, at this at the time, my wife she said, you sure? And I'm like, yo, I'm sure. I ain't know it was really setting me up and forcing me into this this entrepreneur. I'm sitting mm-hmm. over here looking at the kid. I got my man boobs out. Like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> yo, hold on, wow. right? So I'm sitting over here, man, and uh, I'm like, my wife, she's like, yo, you sure? I'm like, yo, let's just do it. So I went out there to Denver, did that for uh, did that for like four months. So for like okay. four months, I'm out oh, here. Oh, yeah, yeah, I remember that. Right? Yeah, yeah. So I'm out there. I'm going back and forth, back and forth. And next thing you know, that ends, right? I just, I go back home. I come back to Denver and they're like yeah you know we're you know we got, we got some changes going on but I want to create a position like the dude was my man you know what I'm saying so he's like yo I'm gonna create this position for you and you know instead of making the 12 5 13 you know it's gonna go down to like 8 9 and I'm like whoa like 8 9 like you know what I'm saying most people would have been like I take the 8 9 yeah I'm looking at it like 8, 9, 10, 11, 12. I'm like, you just disvalued me. You just disvalued me. (laughs) Like, you was giving me 12. Now you want to give me 8. But but the thing is, like, dude was really looking out because it it wasn't his call. But he was like, yo, that's my dude. I'm going to make a spot for you. And I'm like, all right, cool. And I thought about it for a few days. But I literally sat there. I'm looking at my fingers like, okay, 8, 9, 10. And I'm counting. And I say, yo, nah. I say, yo, I appreciate it. But I'm just going to go back, call my wife up. And I'm like, yo, listen, we're going to let this go. And uh, we're just going to go head on and go full time with this thing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And from there, you know, boom, just went at it. And then I like, yo, spent a whole bunch of bread. And I'm sitting there like, yo, hold on. Like, you know what I'm saying? Maybe, maybe I don't know. Like, this this, this, this might not have been the move. And then I Man. went back to the dealership. I went back to the dealership for like two months. You still you still out there or are you back here now? No, I'm back here. I'm back okay. here in Arizona. Okay. And then I went back to the dealership for like two months. 
And when I'm there for the two months, man, I'm sitting there looking around and I was like, yo, you gotta be kidding me. <laughs> like I'm sitting over here and I'm in this hustle and bustle, it's hot. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like they don't even want to give me the management spot I had. They want me to go back to selling cars. I'm like, yo, they must have bumped ahead. I'm like, yo, I'm out. Wow. And uh, you know, took it from there, man, and left and just just kept going like like full force. Told my wife, I said, yo, let's just uh, you know, we got the house, got the big crib. I said, why don't we do this? Why don't we go find some luxury living, mm-hmm. right? Let's let's sell the house, take that nest, take take that uh that that chunk of change. Mm-hmm. Let's throw that up. Let's work. Let's and, and then that way we get rid of the excess expenses or the the upkeep that come along with the house that people don't be thinking about, right? Yeah. Your mortgage be twenty two hundred. Then you got all this extra stuff outside of for you know you like yep. you know thirty two hundred up. Line service, like <laughs> yeah. all kind of stuff. <laughs> right. So we ended up man doing that, making that move. Long story short. You know, now, man, just been been at this thing ever since then, man, just full time through the ups and the downs. And yeah. I'm telling you, I love the ups. But the crazy thing, man, to be honest, I appreciate the downs, too. Just because and, and I was actually just going to speak on that because, I mean, it's dope to hear um, a person that becomes an entrepreneur or self-employed or self-managed, like all those different things. It's dope to hear that story. But like. What's the emotional side? Like, what do you really be going through um, eternally? And I mean, kind of side note, just to kind of like speak on your internal sales game. I think even if we're not selling like properties or real estate like that, like we're always constantly selling ourselves and personal branding, like all those things are in the forefront of everybody's life now. So when you're going through that transition and say like leaving your family for four months, being promised a certain amount of money, um, then that actually being dropped to a lower amount of money, you still being away from your family. Like, what was those internal battles? And then what was those conversations like with your family um, from from that point on? Like, as far as like an entrepreneur, like what you what are you going through in, in that time? Oh, bro, like, um, <laughs> hey, I promise you, I, I, I cried. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I had I had moments when I cried, and I, I just want to be transparent. You know, when you're looking at at that transition going from, you know, having having guaranteed money coming in, mm-hmm. where you know, like every month I knew on, you know, the the 22nd, the 22nd of the month, yeah. I knew that three grand was going to hit my account, right? Yeah. And then I also knew that came that following month on the 5th or the 7th that I was going to have anywhere from, you know, eight to nine grand hit my account. You see yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, so now I'm looking yeah. at it and I'm like, yo, the end of the month come, I get three grand, the 22nd. And when that, when I, when that comes, I know that I'm going to pay the bills. Yeah. You see what I'm yeah. saying? Then I know when the fifth comes around, I'm, I, there's a couple more things that I'm going to pay, but I'm like, yo, I'm throwing up, you know, six, seven. And now not to have that. And my wife is looking and she's like, yo, like, she's like, <laughs> she's like, yo, how come you ain't wake up yet, bro? She's waking up, it's 2, 2, 30, 3 o'clock in the morning. She's tapping me like, how come you ain't up? Like, you got work to do. Like, you know what I'm saying? Because she's like, yo, you got a lot of work. We we don't need, and he told me a long time ago, he said, yo, with you wanting to be an entrepreneur, you can't, you can't make your family suffer. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, Ooh, you got to be the one to suffer. That's so good. you got to get up early. You got to make sure that you you take away as much pain as you can. Mm-hmm. So at the time, you know, you're looking at it and, you know, we, we was bringing my son and my daughter to go get sneakers every two months. Yeah. Right. Or every two months, every month and a half. And they're getting like two pairs of sneakers. So they're like, and my daughter's like, dad, I don't want to wear nothing but J's. 
And I'm like, I don't want to wear nothing but Jordans. Like, this is what she's telling me. Uh, so my daughter alone, I knew I was going in the store spending anywhere from 200 to $250 for her. Then you got mm. my son. My son's another 300 We're leaving the store every month and a half, and we're dropping, you know, $700 on sneakers. And my daughter, I said to her one day, you know, when things started to get a little rough, and I'm like, yo, we got to hold on to some bread. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, we got we to gotta penny pinch here just a little bit. And uh, I told my daughter, I said, I said, baby, listen, you know, we're going to go out and get some sneakers. I said, but dad can only get you one pair this time. Yeah. And, and my daughter said, what do you mean one pair? Because I, right, I raised her. Man. <laughs> yo, but I used to tell my daughter all the time, I used to be like, yo, you a little girl, so you got to make sure your sneakers look right or you're going to run around looking like your feet stink. Yeah. But yeah, this is when yeah. dad, dad was getting the bread. You know what I'm saying? Then when I was hustling back in the day, like, it's the same thing for my son. Right, so I'm looking at it, and and my daughter's like, Dad, you know what? If I can only get one right now, I want you to hold on to that. Like my baby hit me mm. like this. She said, Dad, I want you to hold on. I want you to hold on to that one, and wait until I can get two. She said because I know if you're telling me that I, that I can only get one right now, that things must be a little tight for you, and, and I, I just want you to get right, Dad. Wait, how old is she? My daughter, 12 right now. So at this time, she was 10, mm. and she's like, Dad, I just want you to get right. And, and and when you get right, I know I know you're gonna take care of me. Yeah. And yeah. I promise you, I looked at her and my eyes, like even now, like I can feel it, like I'm gonna hold it back because we on camera. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I want I wanna be up here with the sniffles. Oh, you saw. But um, come oh, on, shit. man. <laughs> you so need to go back I'm, to the hood. I'm sitting here, man, and I'm looking at her, and inside I'm breaking. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like inside I'm really breaking because I believe that you gotta get to a point, somebody in your family gotta take the nose. Yeah, right? yeah, true, true. And if I don't take enough no's to be able to do the things my family needs, that means I got to tell them no. And I don't want to be the one always delivering no, no. There's a difference between a no because you got to earn it mm-hmm. and a no because you just can't do it. Yeah. yeah you know what I'm saying? Facts. There's two different no's. So let me let me share this story, right? Because this is crazy. We used to, when my daughter was young, mm-hmm. we would go out to, uh, to Walmart when we first left Rhode Island. So I'm just leaving the game. And we holding on to everything we got. You know what I'm saying? Like everything. Yeah. And uh, we're going to the store. And my daughter was born in North Carolina. So when she was like one, you know what I'm saying? And, and, and two, we'll go up to the register and we'll have like some gifts. Like she'll want something. She'll pick it up in the store. Mm-hmm. And she'll get all the way to the register. And we would hide it. You know what I'm saying? Like hide it and be like, I don't know where it went, baby. Somebody took uh, it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like uh, we were playing that game. You know what I'm saying? And then it got to the point where we're telling the lady at the register, we're, we're telling my daughter like, she must have forgot to put it in the bags. Now we get in the car. She, she was like, yo, she must have forgot to put it in the bag. My daughter's crying. We're like, baby, we'll make sure we do it next time. So we yeah, ran this game yeah. on it for a little while, right? Yep. And then it got to the point, one day we pulled up to the register and my daughter said, my, we said to her, like, let me see, baby, so we can put it up there. And my daughter said, no, I hold it. Yo. <laughs> she got you. She yo. was like, yo, y'all ain't for the play me no more, man. She got up on game, like, I hold it. Yeah, so it was um, that transition, man, that internal internal heartache. Mm-hmm. It hurt. You know what yeah. I'm saying? It hurt having to say no and, you know, tell my wife, like, you know, like she, when she got with me, I was in the game. Yeah, yeah. So, we, like, we was out eating. That's how Bread I put out, different. like, the way, yeah, like, yeah. we out eating every day. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, it's nothing every day spending 100 bucks, 150 bucks eating. Our eating budget was three Gs a month. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Now, we out here, and I got to tell, like, yo, we had to, you know what I'm saying? There was times, bro, we was at the dollar store. Like, we was getting mm-hmm. the dollar cookies. Hey, bro, I go to the dollar store and I got money in my pocket. <laughs> there's a, again, there's a difference when you when you have to and when you oh, don't Oh, yeah, to. yeah, that's true. You see what I'm saying? That's, and yeah, that, that's, and that's what makes people yeah. turn around and go the yeah. other way. 
Yeah. That's, that, that's, so that's what it was for me, bro. Man, so for me, um, let me see, March 29th. Like, at first, like, I've never been in a situation where I didn't have employment. I always, I always had money coming in since I started working in high school. Like, it's always been like, yo, if you want Nikes, get a job. You know what I'm saying? Like, and you want to you live by yourself, get a job. You want this, get a job, get a job. So when I, the, the few times in my life where I face not having a job, the first, the first time, like I had another job in like a week. It was like super easy. The, the second time, which was the last time, March 29th, I think like, like I think two weeks went past. Even though I was, I was, I was um, still doing like my entrepreneur thing, like I think two weeks went past. No one hit me back with the applications. Like no one hit me back. Qualified. Like I mean, I don't either. It was either under. It was either underqualified because I was going for like, yo, I know what I'm worth type of thing so you need to give you need to give me that 50 to 60 thousand dollars a year or um i don't i mean I, I can't tell you the reason why no one hit me back but it just it just felt different but at the the at that time though i didn't feel i didn't feel extremely pressured like oh my god what am i gonna do like i i don't got no job how is rent gonna get paid like something was just like a common feeling over me so it was a mixture between being like not understanding why I'm going through this, but at the same time it was common, so it was it was weird. But as time goes past and different clients or different individuals reach out to me for my services, then it started to get more and more clear. Like, oh snap, this is the way to go. And I have a son, and he's um, he's 12 now. He was 11 then, but I'm not married, so I didn't have some of the pressure that you, you had. Just had. One person, yeah. I didn't no. I didn't have an adult <laughs> hit me up and like, yo, where the bread at? Like, yeah. my son, my son is like, yo, as, as long as we go into Sprouts to get food, <laughs> then we must still got some money. You know what I'm saying? Like, if, if we ain't switched over to Walmart yet, like you we, said to me one time, you said to me, you was like, yo, yo, I still been able to go to Sprouts every week. That I exactly. I was okay. like, yo, I'm still able to go to Sprouts. Like, you know. Said we we do it we we do it all right if if we could still put like healthy food in our body or whatever I'm not shopping at I'm not knocking everybody for shopping at Walmart. I was about to say whoa you about, you know you about to get hate mail. To- <laughs> I'm just saying, but I mean me going through like brain surgery and stuff like that, and me having family that went through other health issues because of what they put in their body, like that's just always like what I strive to do. Like yeah. financially, I need to be able to. At the very least, like with our food, be able to take care of us. So I had feelings of not understanding why I was put in this position. But then at the same time, I, it was a, a like common sensation on top of that. And then I think what was really the thing that I had to do was just trust the process. Like I at, at before that, I don't think I trusted the process enough to be like, hey, yo, I don't want to work no more. I trusted it enough to be like, hey, yo, I'm going to have an e-commerce site with the shirts. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to take photos. I'm going to do it on the weekend. But then um, I, Isaiah, no, not Isaiah. Yeah, Isaiah had hit me up, and he was like, he was like, hey, yo, Q, I'm a better photographer than you. And, I, and I'm in my mind, I'm like, dude, please. <laughs> but he was, like, he was like, no, because if somebody called me at 10 a.m., to do a photo shoot, I can show up and you can't. I was like, "Oh, bro, you like, like, oh man." So like with like with, and then just being around like so many entrepreneurs like yourself, being around like E and all them people, it was like now I have a vision of it's possible. So now like all that fear like 
like suddenly left. It was just like, all right, you got one check, how you get another check? All right, that person didn't pay. So it might be like a little frustration when like invoices don't get paid, but long story short, it was, it's, it's, it's been momentarily because now I have full control over how much I bring in and not to talk, put anybody's financials out there, but I have more in my savings account now than I had when I was working, bro. Hey, a, a lot of that comes to it, it's you respect it a lot more because like, you know what I'm saying? Like when you work, yeah. you know, on Friday, every other Friday on this date, you're about to get that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So you might, you might buy something when you really don't need to buy it. Yeah. Like I, re, I remember, man, like being, being out and not even being hungry, but just because I had money in my pocket. I knew it. Like, yeah, I can go in a restaurant. I get something. I ain't Man. really hungry, but I, I'm looking on the menu and I'm like, yo, I'm going to eat that. And then I'm going to eat that. Ooh, I never had that, but it sounds good. Right. You know what I'm saying? So now <laughs> now you get to the point where you, you really start to appreciate what you make, especially when you're like, yo, this is no longer just side hustle money. Yeah. This is like money where I'm living. My wife hit me the other day. And uh, matter of fact, we was leaving the movies. And I was like, yeah, you know, I was thinking about going to get this other piece that I need. And uh, I said, but I'm just going to wait. She looked at me. She was like, bae. She was like, yo, for real? I like the way the accounts look right now. Right. I said, huh? And because I, bro, I promise you, like, I don't even be looking and not not because I got a bunch of money, but I understand how I work. Yeah. And if I look, if I look at something and I think I got a cushion, uh, I fall back. Gonna, told you, you know I had to stop like, myself like, from buying another camera. <laughs> yeah. I'm like. Yo, twenty five hundred dollars. I'm like, oh yeah, I could go buy another camera. But like, what? What was it? Like a couple, a couple of months ago, I was, I was probably like, hey, bruh, yeah, it's slow around here, player. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? And I'm sitting there, and I'm like, yo. And that's the thing. I hear people say like, yo, you know, when before you leave your job, make sure you got this, 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 this. Yeah. And, and that's great. Oh man. But you got, I have none of that. You got a couple. You got two different personalities, right? You got those type of people that. You really execute when your back is against the wall. Yeah. And then you got those people that when your back is not against the wall, you can execute. So Hold you got to know. Like, is, is it when you're when you're extremely comfortable that you operate the best or is it the other way around? You know what I'm saying? And when you get to that point where you understand you and how you work. That's where you can really get better results. It's like they got the personality test. Like mm. you're this type and you're that type. Well, you got to know, are you the type that works great under pressure? Or are you the type of person that when you feel pressure, you break? You see what mm. I'm saying? And when she told me like, yo, I like the way the accounts look right now. I'm, I'm really looking at it and I'm like, ah, oh, that's pressure. Like, don't tell me that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> don't tell, Because when you tell me that, I feel like I could sleep in. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. when you tell me that, I feel like oh, I could relax a little bit. I, I got to get to the point where I take, but that comes from me being in the game and being with myself seven days a week, 24 hours a day. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I understood that for me, whenever I made a certain amount of money, yeah. I would spend it because it came so easy. So I had to take that money and put that money into something to create pressure to keep me moving. Like, yo, if I don't do this, then I can't do this. And yo, but if I'm like, oh, I can do that, then I just keep doing, doing, doing. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. And when I understood how I work, that's when I got the best results out of myself. Yeah. So, yeah, I think it just varies, man, for, for everybody. But you're going to have pains and you're going to go through it. But if you don't stretch yourself, then you're going to regret yourself. 
I mean, it's it's gonna it's gonna be Sound a, like Jesse. Go- you see my rhyming? I was like Jesse Jackson. You don't stretch. <laughs> <laughs> if the glove don't fit, you must acquit. That's Johnny Cochran. Yeah, that's a, it's that's, the same rhyme. Jesse Jackson. Man. I didn't, I wasn't saying that it was Jesse Jackson. Right, I'm just I, saying it was the same rhyme. Right, but I I, I think it's like it's a it's a constant stretch. I mean, especially for me, is there's there's certain things within trying to um, within being self-employed that I really don't like doing um, and think I don't want to thank the creator um, some of y'all might get offended but thank thank the creator for some of the tools that other people created like say like honey books um, and things of that nature like I just asked you a second ago like yo should I send, I send the invoice again like you get on me all the time like yo you sent a contract like uh no nah, I thought this person was cool I didn't send a contract no, but that's different. you be doing business and you you think this but is for like me that's that's me stretching myself because I like like say I got one client at, that that pays two G's a month. Like in my mindset, I'm like, bro, that's my rent, and dang, that's a lot of money they paying me every month. So I have to stress myself to look past that and think like, not necessarily that that's my value, but then I think at the same time, like, like I, like, it's crazy. So back up a second. Like I told my mom um, the other day, we was like, I, I went to go buy her a new phone. Um, I took her grocery shopping and stuff like that. Like we going grocery shopping, she's still picking up the Kroger brand stuff. I'm like, ma, I'm like. Yo, like I'm paying for it. Like, get get the stuff that got the better ingredients in it. And like, I, I know she has to stretch herself past the, like her 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 way of thinking as far as financially. And I think in the same sense, I have the same financial thinking that she does because it may not be. It may it's a it's a difference between a five ninety nine five dollars ninety nine cent bag of fries. Um, then I mean, uh, 99 cent bag of fries in the 599 brand, and, and it's easier for like it's easier for her to buy that, and it's easier for me to charge somebody $200 than to charge $2,000. Like, I don't really want to have that yeah. conversation type of thing, so I'm constantly always stretching myself. Like you said, there's always a stretch, I'm constantly always stretching myself. And what some people may seem say, like, is like the normal thing, like, yo, you should be comfortable, like, it's your bread, get your bread, like, but I'd be like. I'm asking this person for two thousand dollars, and then, and not, not only that, I'm charging their account automatically every month. Like, that's not like a lot to me, but I don't know. It's 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 it's, it's always a stretch. I'm always like stretching my stretch, stretching, trying to stretch myself with least reluctancy as possible. Like almost every day, bro. Like, see, see this this is the thing though. When it when it comes to that man, and this is why day. you you truly got to get on that that internal. That internal game, that internal sales game, yeah, talk, talk about is, that, man. is extremely, extremely crucial because when you understand what your value is, mm. you don't feel like you're shortchanging anybody, right? Mm. So, for instance, right? And, and listen, this, this is for y'all, like, like speakers, like right now, I'm, this year, I'm doing a lot more, going a lot more towards corporate. I'm focusing on low producing real estate agents and sales professionals, right? Mm-hmm. And... I'm getting. I'm still gonna do the schools, the junior highs and high schools. But now I'm gonna. I'm gonna show people. I'm gonna help people to get into the junior highs and the high schools, mm-hmm. right? Be- because I, I was there and I, and I and I did it for the last five years. So now I'm elevating. So a school reached out to me the other day, and I was talking to him, and I told her, I told the school. I said, listen. She said. She said to me, "What's your fee?" And I told her what my fee is. Mm-hmm. I told her. I told her how long I come in for and what I do. And then on top of that, I said, I'm going to record it. And when I record the the whole the whole session that I'm going to do with your students for two and a half hours. Yeah. When I record it, I'm going to get it chopped up. I'm going to edit it. I'm going to get it nice packaged the same way I would have it for me. Yep. And I'm going to give you that video free. 
I'm gonna give it to you. Like you can have this. So when your freshman class come in or you got other teachers that have other students and you want to put them in this room, you can put them in this room, but it don't replace me. Yeah. So now I'm giving them way more value. Mm. You see what I'm saying? So yeah. when I give her my fee, I got to look at it and be like, yo, hold on. Like you're going to have this video that you can use over and over and over again. Right. You're going to be able to show it to your students. You're going to be able to show it to your teachers. I'm not afraid to say my fee. Like my fee, just, blah, it's just going to roll out. You know what I'm saying? But there was a time when I was like, ah, like 500 was, you know what I'm saying? Like that was a lot to ask. Or, you know, when I got to the thousand, like I choked. You know what I'm saying? When I first, when I first said to somebody like, yo, yeah, no, the the, the, the fee's 5,500. Like, bro, I promise you, in my mind, I was saying, but listen to to this, I tricked myself. I went in and I said, I'm going to tell them that the fee, I'm going to tell them that the fee's 10,000. And I got nervous. Right, I got nervous and it came out as four. You know what I'm saying? Like real talk, I got nervous and it came out as four, and they paid the four no problem. I said, "Ooh, they oh, see more the value. In, they see more value uh-huh. in me than I seen in myself." And that's part of the problem. And internally, you don't you don't have your belief together yet. Like yeah. like like your mentally, your confidence. You're not mentally tough to take the no that might come when you ask. So yeah. versus you hearing the no, you're willing to say whatever you can to get a yes. You see what I'm saying? So stop stop doing that to yourself. Understand that if you don't work on you and if you don't build you and if you don't get you like to see more value in you, nobody else is going to see it neither. Yeah. So so the way you overcome that, I'm, I'm listen, I'm, I'm going to help you here. The way you overcome the fact of the, the fear, right? Fear is good. Fear is a great thing if you yeah. take it head on. Okay. Right? If, if you, when you fear something, go do it. Realize it's not going to kill you. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Somebody else is doing it anyway. You go do it too. So when you're afraid to ask for a dollar amount, what I want you to do is whatever you feel comfortable asking, Mm -hmm. just increase it by 200 bucks, 300 bucks. So if you feel comfortable saying, yep, $500, just go in and say, yeah, $800. You see what I'm saying? And then when someone says, okay, you're going to look at yourself like, why didn't you ask for a thousand? Yep. But the upside to that is when you go in and you deliver a thousand, you deliver 1500 worth of value, they're looking at you like, oh my God, I loved it. They want to bring you back. Yeah. They're like, nah, the first time was the 800. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. To do it the second time, I got to come back the second time. Like we got to put that up a little bit. Yeah. Because this is my actual fee. You see what I'm saying? Like, don't, don't be afraid to do that. Don't like, don't be afraid to because people will take advantage of you whenever they can. You nah, that saying? makes that makes that makes sense because even with one of my my clients, um, when I had initially sent the invoice over, I was like, "Yo, I'm I'm literally asking for nineteen hundred dollars, like, and I'm just creating social media posts for this person. I mean, granted, I'm doing the filming and the photography and the editing and all that stuff like that, so I'm not just putting it up there. But that nineteen hundred dollars a month seemed like a lot to me because like mm-hmm. my rent is thirteen hundred, so I'm like. Okay, I, I mean, I don't, I don't really know this person's background or anything like that. I mean, kind of, but it just, it just, it just seemed like a lot. The funny thing is, is that I'm on my way back from California, and all I see is like ching and the, like the the HoneyBooks app. You yeah. know how the HoneyBooks app have the money dropping down. And I'm like, yo, they just paid me 1,900 bucks, bro. Like, <laughs> I'm good. Like, rent's paid. Like, as far as like my budget go, like rent's paid. You know what I'm saying? Like. The small, some of the small builders pay like 
uh, and I got another client uh, money coming in on the 25th. I'm like, oh, snap. I can't believe this person just gave me $1,900 and they signed up for automatic payments. I'm like, yo, that's crazy. Because like my first, the, the first invoice that I was going to send over um, before I showed one of my homegirls was like a thousand bucks, like 1200 bucks. So I would have missed out on 1700 I mean, $700 every month just because of my um me not tackling my fear head on as far as just asking for what i know it's worth and then the funny thing now is now in contact in contract renegotiation like she the, she already know it's gonna cost more like we had a conversation on the phone and she was like oh let me stop talking to you because i know we i know the renewal is coming up it's about to be higher i'm like yo yo that's dope that you think that so like, you're looking at you're looking at the one post you're looking at like yo i sat there I took X amount of hours and put this together. You got to think the longevity. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Like I was going through the Rolodex of videos that you did for me uh, a minute ago. And I'm sitting there, I'm like, yo, these videos are relevant still. Yeah. I can still use these videos. This, bro, this is oh, for life. Okay. You see what I'm saying? So now when we're working, that's why I said to you, I'm like, yo, bro, like, yo, we got to just work the percentage. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because. There's really not a price on the video, bro. Yeah. But when you work with sense. somebody and you put together some fire, you know what I'm saying? So let's just say you charge somebody 500 to do the video, right? This is how I'm looking at it. If I go in and I and I speak and I and I kill that group and they're mm-hmm. like, yo, I got this out of it, this out of it, and I give you that video, you can use that video multiple times. So yeah. now I'm saying, yo, you're going to pay me this for the speech if you want all the footage that goes along with it so you can continuously use that. It's a couple extra dollars. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. I can, you see what I'm saying? So that's the upsell. So when you're sitting there and you're putting content together, you got to think about, yo, how, how, how long can you use this? And if this video is a thousand bucks and it gets you one client, but that one client pays you four, is it worth paying a thousand for that video? You see what I'm saying? Yeah. This is a whole, like, you got to start to look Man. at it like this. You got to start to really value what it is that. That, that you do and I think a lot of you man like a lot of you are sitting at work and you're in your job and again l- listen there's nothing wrong with the job you know what I'm saying some yeah. people I, I was making heck of bread at my job I was just unhappy you know what I'm saying so you got to think about it if if you're at your job and you're doing a job there Dave Shan said said to me we were sitting down in, uh, in Atlanta up mm-hmm. in the shop and he was like yo I go to work I went to work for more than a paycheck yeah and it never I never thought about it before that you know what I'm saying but when he said that to me it really made sense because you're going to work and you're getting a skill and you only think that that skill is good enough at work. Yeah. That's you living within your four quarters. Yeah. Right. And, you, and your internal sales game is mm, broken. Okay. When, okay. when you start to say, you know what, I'm going to work and I'm learning so many skills in work Yeah. that I got to figure out where can I use these skills outside of work. And when I understand where I can use these skills at outside of work, now I can really maximize what it is that I have. I can really maximize what it is that I know, and I can go somewhere else and get paid using the same skill. Yeah, your skills worth more. You know, if you know how to manage and lead people, and you got people coming to you for information, man, yo, you a teacher, you a trainer. You know how much trainers get paid? (laughs) You see what I'm saying? Like the bread is good, so you got to get beyond that little that little. that little box you have of living inside of your little four quarters, you know, your internal sales game being all broken up into pieces and mentally you're, you're way under tough, right? Yeah. You're way under tough. You know what I mean? I don't care. Correct my English if you want to. You ain't as tough as you need to be mentally. I'm not, I mean, yeah, I mean, I understand that. Cause like even, even with another client that I have coming up in September, 
um, I had did their this is this is a loud rumor. So I had did their um, ten year um, anniversary event. I just came in there as a photographer because they just kind of like pulled me in like last minute. But they have an event, uh, one of their major conferences, the GSD conference, coming up in September. And it's eight hour for three days. So even if I did that 175 an hour um, that I did for their holiday party, even though I know I undercharged them the first time, because when I pulled up to the house, it was like a million dollar house. I could have charged $300 an hour and would have got it easy because I had put my travel expenses because it was like 40 minutes away from me or whatever. Mm-hmm. And they didn't even question it. Like it literally just came back How come paid. you didn't ask for more though? That, that's the question. How come you didn't ask for more? I mean, at that time, that's what I thought my event price was good at because me mentally thinking like, oh, yo, 175 an hour is, is, is quite a bit. But for so for me, all right, that's <laughs> all I'm trying to get to <laughs> for me. So uh, so like uh, but even even with that 175 an hour, I was like, OK, if I do 175 an hour, eight, eight, um, eight hours a day um, for three days, that's like I'll make close to $5,000, a little bit under it, in three days, like, in the rest of my month, and I still and I still got four clients on retainer, I got a 1900 I got a 650 um, I got a 1200 so that might be my first 10k month, but I'm like, dang, but then at the same time, I, ha- I know I have to get over that, because their goal, their goal this year as a company is to bring $10 million in a month, so what's $4,000 to some you, content that they're going to have forever, right. and and so you know I'm trying you to change my mindset. You can underbid yourself out of a job? Yeah. Like, if you, if you charge too low? Yeah, they're like, at, oh, you ain't you ain't professional? You see what I'm saying? They're you like, ain't oh, that well, guy? Like, yeah, you ain't even got the right stuff. You like, shot for who? You yeah. did work for who? You lying. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> so, like, you can underbid yourself right out of something, and you got to start yeah. to look at it and understand, like, and I remember before I said to you, I was like, yo, if I said to you, like, yo, I'm selling this phone for two. Oh, yeah. What would you say? You're like, yo, 200, right? But when I had my phone, when I left back home, and I'm like, yo, I'm selling my phone for you know what I'm saying for for two and a quarter, like they didn't say two dollars and fifty cent. They didn't say two hundred and fifty. You see what I'm saying? Like they had a number, bro, mm-hmm. and that number was because they knew the value of it. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? So when you take your product and people are watching the material you're putting out, and you say, "Yo, yeah, now nah, the fee is the fee is two. You know when you're in a low budget environment when they say, "Oh, two hundred. Yeah. And you know your fee is two grand. Or if you say two and you're in oh, an environment where it's, where it's 20,000 and they're like, oh, two, 200,000. You see what I'm saying? So you got to you gotta ask yourself that question like, yo, what is what is this worth? And yeah. not to you remove yourself, man, because that's that mentally tough part. You know what I'm saying? In confidence. Don't be afraid to hear no. Give me the no. And then I'm going to ask you what you're saying no to. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? When you say no, what are you saying no to? Nah, I just don't see the value in it. What, what, what value are you looking for? I want something that's going to do this, this, and this. Yeah. Oh, so you want something that's going to be able to bring you in clients. Yeah, absolutely. So if I produce a video for you that brings you in clients, um, mm. how much does each how much is each client worth to you? Right? Each client yep. is worth, you know, a thousand yep. bucks. So if I do this video for you for, you know, a thousand bucks and it brings you one client, but you can use it for the next year and it gives you one client a month. Yeah. From this video, you made twelve grand. You paid a thousand. Means you made eleven hundred, eleven thousand profit. Is that worth it to you? You see what I'm saying? Like you got to just learn to talk people through what it is that you're doing. And and again, that's fifth quarter. When you're in this fourth quarter mind, you take what they tell you and you just run with it, bro. Yeah, yeah, that's and, true. And that's not good enough. 
Nah, you gotta, yeah. That's that's stuff that I'm 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 personally like working on, and I mean it's it's it seems like it's 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 getting better. Um, and I I, I mean I I I mask I mask it well. I mean, cause like sometimes I just don't like I don't know like I'll I'll get information sometimes, so it's like hey yo Shaquan, start valuing yourself more. And, but I, I still find myself, so I mean, it's a muscle that I'm training. Um, I'm still, I still find myself sometimes be like, oh, like, should I send this? Should I not? Like, should I, should I always tell people that I work with them in their, in their budget? You know what I'm saying? Like a few people hit me up and they like, hey, y'all want to do a 15 second um, video for my YouTube? Or I got this event coming up um, on, on this day and I want to create like a, a, a recap video from it that we can use uh, to promote for next year and I have some friends that um, that will create a 15 second video or, or what's well, really just an ad um, or something that they're using on their YouTube and or they'll create a three to five minute video and charge it anywhere between fifteen hundred to two thousand dollars but I find myself sometimes still being like um, yo so 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 what's your budget Okay, well, you know what I'm saying like we can uh I I I can figure some figure something out with that like still trying to work with people instead of just saying, "Hey, you know what? Like I may not be the right person for you, but if you're ever looking for um someone to cap cuz I mean, I have some people that they'll they'll send me like videos from what they did last year and I'd be like, "Yo, that video is kind of that video is trash." Like like <laughs> like why did why did you why did you let somebody do that to you? And no, and knowing that I can actually do better, I'm not saying I'm the best, but knowing that I can actually give them better work than they had before, I think I need to just start like being okay with the probability of a no coming my way. And I don't think I've yet got a hundred percent comfortable with that because I don't I don't have a lot of bad client experiences. But then when I do, they almost like take me out because I'd be like I'd be asking myself I'd be like. But why? Like I did everything right. Like the pictures are fire, the video is fire. Like why are we having this conversation? And it'd be small things like I didn't assert myself, I didn't yeah. have a contract signed, um, I didn't do this, and stuff that I know I should have done. So I'm still trying to figure it all out, man. Hey, yo, listen, man. Yeah, yeah. This is the thing, bro. Understand this: that you will make more when you learn to overcome the no. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like if you just get a yes, that means you undervalue, you underpriced yourself. If everything's just yes, 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 you underpriced yourself, you didn't have to work for it. But when you get a no, and then you get a yes that follows the no, nine times out of eight out of 10, it's gonna be worth more. You're gonna get, you're gonna get the money yeah. you have, right? It's not, they're not saying no to getting the job done because they need the job done. They're saying no to the way you presented the job. Mm. They're saying no to the way you presented the service. You see what I'm saying? So Dang, I never you, you got to ask people, like when people say no, one of the key questions, and this will up your sales, right? This would up everything that you do. When someone says no, mm -hmm. understand that you gave them something out of their reach or they're trying to get you down. Either one is out of their reach or they're trying to get you down or they don't mm. see value. Okay. You got to find what it is they're saying no to. So when they say no, like I get it. What what, what part of it is you, are you saying no to? Yeah. And then they're going to say, well, you know, I just don't see the value. Now you know you need to build the value. Mm, or, you know, okay. I just can't afford it. What part can't you afford? Can you afford to, to miss business? Or can you can you not afford to? You see what I'm saying? Yeah. You, you got you to figure this out. And when you can figure that out, man, and you go from, from the no and take that no to a yes, 
Bro, nine, eight times out of ten, you're gonna make more on that client. So what do you what do you do? Cause I have clients that um not even just like financially like okay, but they already know the value of what they're doing before they even know what value I add to what they're doing. So they know that video is important. They know that they're having them, them having a good photo um, is important for their social media presence and things of that nature. But then what about those individuals that um, don't have it financially, um, don't really, like um, I have one person that's asked me for a, a 15 second um, video for their YouTube channel, but not really knowing that, okay, you must truly value this because, or you should, you should value it because this is going to play on every YouTube video that you put out. And I try to explain that to that person, um, and then introduce my fee, but then like it was still um, like too much for them, and I almost feel, uh, almost feel like I had to say, which I did say. I'm not going to lie that I didn't. All right, well. I can I can work within your budget type of thing, and I know like when you do that, you're supposed to like take back services. Like okay, now that I'm only doing it for five hundred dollars, I'm not gonna be able to shoot um, for four hours. I can do two or something like that. But have have you ever had to deal with someone that didn't really truly didn't truly um, what am I looking for? Didn't truly see the value in what they're going after first, and then have to coach them up from that or if yeah, you understand no, I, what I, I'm saying. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And, and that's and that's the thing, man. They don't they don't know if it's gonna work for them. You see what I'm saying? They don't know yeah. if, if it's gonna work for them. And if because they're not sure if it's gonna work for them or not, that's that's their hold up, right? So they're looking for like a guarantee. They're like, ah, I, I understand I I could make this if it works. You know what I'm saying? I could make this. So then you gotta get to the point where you got to be able to add more value on top of it. So, mm. for instance, being able to say, like, if I do this video for you, right? So this video, I'm charging you $1,000 for this video. Yeah. How are you using How are you using it right now? Let's yeah. look at Let's go through your social media. Let's see. Yeah. What's your ad copy look like? You just posting the video up and think something's going to happen because you put a little <laughs> link? You nah. see what I'm saying? Like, you got to be able to say, listen, let's word it this way. Let's do this. Let's do that. And then you sit there and you can you can even throw out like yo let's um like the, I had sent you the video with dude like even if you just gave him the video and you threw the video out and you said listen I do the video for five hundred but because I'm doing the video for half the fee you charge a thousand dollars for the product your profit is what your profit's eight hundred bucks oh, yeah. so now let's go ahead and take that video and give me fifty percent. So instead of you making 800 profit, you make four, I make four, and let's sign that for the next 12 months. So if I do the video for $500, and then for the next 12 months, I go ahead and I get, and you give me 50%, so I'm making 400 on every sale, you make 400. I said, you wanna do that? You see what I'm saying? So now I'm taking a risk with you. Yeah. Versus you giving them all the risk. Yeah. So that's all it is, bro. It's just like, yo, you don't need all the risk. I'm gonna take some of the risk for you, and because I take some of the risk, we can both win, or you can just pay my flat fee of a grand. So that speaks to my entrepreneur life, but how does that actually work for speakers? Like as far as the speaker seeing the value in the video? No, say 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 you're a speaker, mm -hmm. you go to a place and propose your services and they like they giving you that that 
you know what I'm saying, that same oh, like, bump like, that I would like, get from like, one oh, of like, my like, like, we don't have enough, like, yeah. yeah. Like, we don't see the value in yeah, what so you like, do. I mean, because you can't really ask them for 50% of their profit because it's like, mm-hmm. we're not getting I, I can't give you 50% of every student that graduates that that goes yeah. on to do good. Yeah, no, absolutely. You got to be able to add value. So, like I was saying mm-hmm. with, the, with me giving you the recording, right? I'm giving you video. But because I've been to so many other places, I got other video I can give you. I got weekly videos that I can give you that are already in the vault. I don't even have to redo them. So I'm going to drop a video a week for your students. I'm going to drop a video a week for your teacher. These are already in the vault. You Mm -hmm. see what I'm saying? I'm giving you two videos a month. That's 24 videos on top of me coming in. Each one of these videos is five minutes long at least. So you're getting 10 minutes worth of, you see what I'm saying? So when you start, and this is why you got to, you got to monetize your free and be able to do, do the free gigs to get a lot of uh, video content. So when you go in, you can go longer. If speakers are saying, I'm going to charge you this for an hour, yo, you go in and say, listen, I'm going to charge you this fee and I'm going to stay here for two hours. I'm going to stay here for three hours. I'm telling schools now, I'm coming in for two days. I'm already in your city. I'm coming in for two days and this is my fee and I want all of it. You see what I'm saying? But I'm adding more value. I'm not spending an hour with your students. I'm spending two and a half hours with your students. I'm spending two and a half hours with your teachers. You see what I'm saying? So now when they're looking at, and I'm giving you videos. And I'm giving you the digital book. Yeah. And I'm giving you the digital workbook. You see what I'm That's saying? A lot. And I'm putting your students inside the mentor program and I'm mentoring your students throughout the whole school year. Because I'm already online anyway. So that's why I don't be posting all in my social, my personal stuff, because mm-hmm. I'm in here with the students. Yeah. I'm in here and with And you're clients. giving out EBT cards. This dude. <laughs> <laughs> Hey yo, listen. Hey yo, man. if you want an EBT card, make sure you book Pierre Evans oh, hey, at hey, Pierre hey. Evans. You at know, Pierre Evans, you know, freeebtcars.com. You, you know what, man? This is why <laughs> this is why he ain't coming back no more. You know what I'm saying? This is why he ain't coming back no more. Listen, man, it's uh, definitely, definitely been a pleasure, man, having you on yeah, for no the doubt, first in-studio in studio joint, man. And this is how it's going to be. I appreciate you coming. No Any doubt, last words you want to leave before we jump off? Um, Let me see. Um, nope. Nope. Man, fi- it's, it's, it's vision year, so... If you don't have a vision for your year now, don't be don't be alarmed. Like just continue to do the things to try and find that. So if it's journaling, if it's um, praying, if it's meeting up with a group of people, joining joining a mastermind, like don't be um, saddened by you not having like a full vision of your life at this very moment. But work towards finding that vision and understanding it, and just slowly take the steps to bring that vision to life. So I would just say stay the course, stick to the plan, don't give up. Um, pressure makes diamonds. We've all heard of that before. But then like um, like Pierre is doing, also keep in, keep in mind like how you're mentally feeling, like those challenges and not just like the financial challenges of the things on the outside, but be aware of the things on the, on the inside as well because that's where the motor is. That's what keeps us going. So just stick to the plan, stay to the course and, Let's get it. It's vision year. Fifth quarter living movement. This is not a fad. It's a lifestyle. And when you live by it, your life will excel at a rapid pace. I promise you.